my distorted or anything like that? No. All right, let's see. Let me sure I love Check, check, are, uh, check, 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 check. Hey, there I like we go. to get loud. All right, that sounds good. That sounds good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Los Angeles, he drove forty-seven miles east on the two ten freeway to be here today. You want to say hi? Hello. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for the. <laughs> 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 Radio Flyer. My name is Freddie Rivera. I have a special guest and a special friend. Uh, we've known each other since I think I started at Kiss in when you were like 14, 1917, <laughs> three years after the Titanic sank. Manny, Manny on the streets is here. Hey, hey, what's up? yeah, Manny. Thanks for having me, bro. It's so good to see you. You too, man. Here's the thing I always I always said about Manny. There's Manny on the streets who worked at Kiss FM for years. You didn't have your own radio no, show or I didn't shift. Have my own shift, yeah. But you were on the morning show and you were you were kind of everywhere on the streets. Sure. Then there was the jocks, you know, who yeah. worked at Kiss, who had their shows. But LA is a weird market because uh, LA is such a big, big market that even news broadcasters don't get, you know, re recognized walking down the street or at the <laughs> right. grocery store. But Manny, everybody knew who you were. And they're usually weird, though. <laughs> <laughs> we can say that here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that no, says <laughs> something, though. I mean, why, it was why cool. do you think you had such a big following? Uh, I think it's because I got to, you know, be the bridge to the station. Right. You know, I got to be the bridge from even just being, you know, on the JoJo on the radio show. I was that guy out and about. Um, so I got to meet his fans as well and, and be the connection and then got onto the Seacrest show and it became the same thing, you know, uh, because Seacrest is untouchable. You know, he's just one of those personas or, or people that a lot of regular people don't get to yeah. you know, say hello to or give a high five to. So I was that guy, which was kind of cool because, it, you know, I kind of created my own niche, I guess, at the station. Yeah. Me being a performer, yeah. I was on, on the stage of the cafeteria stage yeah, yeah, in the yeah. auditorium with, yeah. with all these little elementary to middle school to high school kids saying yeah. hello, you know. So it was one of those things where, you know, for me, it was a connection to them. Like I was a big kid to them. Yeah. So that was the connection. Whereas you don't really recognize anybody from any other station, including Kiss, who was also out there, you know, at the schools, just yeah. like you said. So how long were you at Kiss? When did you when did you start? Oh, man. Uh, well, we could say this now. I don't have to pretend I'm young. But I, you know, I, I started in '98 um, on the street team. Wow, you were there a long time. Yeah, then. I was there when when Rick D's was still there. So uh, that was that was awesome to see a legend work. You know, I, I've only heard of Rick D's on the weekly top forty on the weekends yeah. um, in Jacksonville, Florida. That's where I'm from. So. Really? Yeah. So when I came out to L.A. and and actually got a chance to work at the station that he was at, I was like, he's real. Like, how did you get the chance? How did you crazy. get the gig? Uh, my friend Ricky Luna, who was on the Mickey Mouse Club with Timberlake and Aguilera, he was on the street team. 
he needed he had a job and then um basically i said dude i i need a job like yeah. you know right now i'm working at magic mountain uh performing doing shows nice. or whatever yeah nice. but i want to i wanted a job that were um i guess a part-time job it was right. a part-time uh, at the time and he goes just come in apply or whatever and uh he told me that oh you know alf has a, a opening we have a street team opening so yep. i went and applied and interviewed with him and he was like, "Come, can you come tomorrow?" I was like, "Yeah." Yeah. And that's how I got the job, really. So you you're from you're Jacksonville, Florida. You want to get a career in LA, so you fly out to LA and you move here. Yeah. You get a gig at Six Flags Magic Mountain as yeah. an entertainer. Mm-hmm. You're Ricky Luna is your friend, and you're like, "Dude, I need a I need a I need a job. I need another job to get going here." And Ricky connected you with Alf, who was the promotions director at Kiss. Yeah. And that's how you started. Yeah. That, that's basically how it started. I mean, I came out here to be an actor. Yeah. You know, I, I I wasn't I didn't know anything about radio. Honestly, I didn't know even know what Kiss FM was. Right. You know, and it's it's funny because when you hear about that, be, you know, people in LA they're like, oh my gosh, Kiss FM is such a huge station. They're worldwide. They're global. Yeah. I didn't know Kiss FM back in you know Jacksonville, Florida. Right. <laughs> right. We had another station. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's so small-minded when it's just the city, you know, that that you're in. So, so you get here, and then you 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 see the uh, uh, the caliber of what Kiss FM is. Yeah, it's Hollywood. It's yeah. basically it's Hollywood. Hollywood, right? And it's uh, a Hollywood radio station. It really is. Yeah, yeah. This, so this was this the building where we had the long red carpet as you walked in the doorway. Yes. This is the Warner Brothers building. Yeah, off of uh, Riverside yeah. Drive. And the so old building. You get the gig as a street team. Street teamer. Yeah, street teamer. The guy that puts up the tents, puts up the PA system before yeah. all the jocks come in and and do their thing for like one hour or thirty minutes, and they take off, and then we're still there tearing down. What was it like working with Rick Dees? Ah, uh, working with Rick Dees was cool. Um, you know, like I said, he was a legend. Yeah. You know, he still is a legend, and um, I guess that was my first taste of Hollywood and and seeing a celebrity in person right you know it was right. kind of cool like did you oh, get to wow. talk to him yeah oh uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know I ain't going to his voice <laughs> I'd be in the hallway because I was oh, an intern for oh, hey. oh. <laughs> <laughs> and every time he'd come out of the studio I wanted to talk to him because he would come yeah. out and just walk away yeah you know he'd disappear he would disappear yeah. and, and I wanted to I wanted to corner him one day yeah. so I was by myself and he comes out and I go Rick I made an air check for you and he goes, oh, that's mm, that's great, Freddie. Mm. By the way, that's a great red shirt. You look fantastic. And he walks away. Oh, like, Freddie. Ah, oh, that was it. That was amazing. Ah, <laughs> oh, made my week. But Hey, Ruben, uh, <laughs> did you bring Ruben in here? <laughs> hey, Ruben, yeah. take care of Freddie over here. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I felt something special, you know? Yeah, no, it was cool, man. And I think that was that was about the same time I met you and Ruben and Chris Finch and the yes. whole morning show crew. Um, so, you know, in my early days there, they were like my friends. Yeah. Um, because came, coming out here from Florida, I didn't have that many friends. It was just like Ricky Luna, the street team and the people from the morning show. You know, you say that, but when I met you, I always felt like you were the popular guy. Me and my bucket hat? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, Cause everybody knew who you were. I don't, I don't know if I was the popular guy. I guess my wife would probably tell me. I was a, I'm always the guy that says hello <laughs> to everybody. I mean, I, I knew everybody in every department. Yeah, you, you know, you, you don't get many people who walk around and say hello or that, good morning. That morning show was the dream team, though. Producer Ruben. Yeah, producer Martin, Ruben. Yeah. Uh, Martin. Chris, uh, Chris Finch. Finch. Yep. It was good times. You got yeah. to see the transition from D's 
to Seacrest yeah. in 2004. Yeah, I experienced it. it what was, was what was that like? It was um, it was crazy because uh, you know the time where you know I believe Dee's contract was up, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was just one of those things where everybody heard that he didn't want to renew or something like that. I don't know the full story, um, but during that time, I, I think our, our president was just like, all right, then we'll just play music until we can find a replacement. And then, uh, you know, we had just acquired, I believe at the time, 987, which was the home of Ryan Seacrest in the afternoons. Mm-hmm. So then there was rumblings of Seacrest coming over for the morning show just to fill in with LNK. And so then everybody's like, what? What is going on? So. It was almost not necessarily a breath of fresh air, but it was just a different. It was like a changing of the guard, you right, know. Right. Um, so it, it was it was cool because you got to see the transition of what uh, up until now, like what's now, you know, what's yeah. the current trends. Yeah. Um, and and like I said, Dee's is a legend, and yeah. you know, he's he'll go down in history as one of one of the biggest idols for a lot of people in the industry. How did you get on the morning show with Seacrest? Then how did that happen? So um, while doing Street Team, I was on the JoJo on the radio show only because I was always, you know, the we always had events at night. Yeah. You know, there was a Teen People party, um, Teen People magazine party in Hollywood. And I, I happened to be the guy wrangling um, celebrities okay. uh, for the station to get on the mic or, or say hello to JoJo on the radio on the cell phone. And so then I like my first couple people were like Christina Aguilera, who was like 16 at the time, you know, in sync and then Britney. So that became a thing. And then uh, Jojo parlayed that into uh, fighting for me to be on his show nightly Mm -hmm. during that time, during that transition. So Ryan needed somebody. So I stepped in. Ryan was like, hey, can we just get Manny to fill in for a week? So at the time I was like. So you, I, think I, I, I think I just had a both. kid, right? I think we just had baby. Yeah. So, yeah, I was doing both at night. Well, during the day promotions, then at night with JoJo, and then Seacrest at 5 in the morning. And I wouldn't get home until, like, late. I was tired. So that was the... That was the, that and, was the and we still had a newborn baby. <laughs> so, yeah, so... You were grinding. Yeah, I mean... You lived at the radio station. Yeah, I, I did. I literally lived there, like, on the ground. It was crazy. So this is like the the new chapter for Manny on the Streets because you're now doing the morning show with Seacrest and you're still part of the promotions department during the day. So that's why you were there all the time. Yeah. (laughs) I still had to put in work. Yeah. (laughs) Extra work. God. Um, And then then like a month doing that and covering for the morning show with, you know, with Ryan and being the guy on the street every day, um, you know, it got to the point where they're just like, you know what, you're overworking yourself. Let's just have you on the mornings. So now that you're doing just the morning show with with Seacrest, what was that like? What did you get to see? Uh, I you know I got to see um, Brian being a professional, being you know, I, I see him as as a as one of those mentors that don't really tell you how to do things, but if you watch him, you can kind of pick up things. And he was always a brother. Like we have the similar circle of friends, so. You know, whenever we see each other, it's like you know, he's always excited to see me, or or vice versa. Yeah. So, what, what were some of the things that he would do that you that you would pick up on, or that you learned by observing him? You know, work hard. Just never, not necessarily burn a bridge, but keep tabs on on who's 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 upcoming, yeah. who, who's going to be next in, in making decisions. Yeah. 
Um, and that's what I've seen. Like every move that I've seen him do, you know, he, he, he knew somebody who was an assistant before who's now the executive producer at Fox or NBC or, you know, Mm -hmm. so these assistants became executives and boom, next thing you know, he's got deals everywhere. That's playing like chess. Yeah. So you were doing Seacrest for how many years? 15 years. Wow. 15 years. Isn't that crazy? On the streets. What's crazy is also you were treated like a personality because you yourself had endorsements with the station, right? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, th- I guess you could say I was treated as a personality by default. Okay. Whether it be Ryan unavailable because of his commitments mm-hmm. or a jock is unavailable. So by default, yeah. But then once I got those clients and those endorsements... Every client and every endorsement, they knew what I brought to the table. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just, oh, by default, Manny, right? Mm-hmm. Like a T-Mobile. T-Mobile stuck with me for 15 years. Like, wow, yeah, awesome. every single month, every single year, they knew what I, what content I would bring to their clients and what, what, what content I would bring to their listeners as well. Mm-hmm. So they knew that I was a strong name, like this is the guy. Mm-hmm. It even goes down to film companies, Warner Brothers, Sony, um, whoever the case may be, because now they hire me outside. Fast forward, they hired me to host their world premieres. That's cool. Yeah. Did you have any like uh, side gigs like in film or television while you were doing radio? Of course. Yeah, that's that's what I came out here for. What were some of the gigs? I Carly on Nickelodeon, Sam and Cat with Ariana. This are yeah the, the uh, clip of Ariana that I see on your Instagram. Yeah. What show was that? Uh, I, uh, Sam and Cat. I played a security guard at the airport. Airport <laughs> security guard. And this was on Nickelodeon. It was on Nickelodeon. It's it's now I believe on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. And you got to meet Ariana Grande. Well, I already knew her from before. Got it. Yeah. So when I got it, we were just chit chat on on the set. That's it cool. was cool. It was it was cool to to work with somebody you've seen kind of grow up in the industry or get get their big break during that time. You know. Yeah. It was it was crazy because Ariana, um, I saw her singing on YouTube, I believe, and I said this girl's got a voice, and I even reached out and I got her, I got a hold of her mom, and was like, I want to do some music for her. Mm-hmm. Um, that of course didn't happen, you know, within this time. But um, now that I see her mom every now and then, she's like, Oh my gosh, you were the one of the first ones that believed in my daughter, like, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. like you know. I'm just one of those guys where like, okay, she's talented. He's talented. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I would just try to reach out to see how, how I can help facilitate, I right. guess. You know what it was? You know, you know what stood out and what was the most fun out of anything? And because I'm, I'm a guy who came from 99.1 KGGI. Yeah. That was a fun radio station. I mean, yeah. the clubs I got to host, one was called Margarita Beach. Oh, and yeah, Margarita Beach. Some of the contests I could do on stage. Yeah. To give away these prizes, it was, I had a blast. Yeah. I what had, you do, a wet t-shirt contest, Freddie? <laughs> you know, you, you know what goes what down you in do? San Bernardino. Come on now. But Manny, uh, for those who don't know, threw the most epic Halloween parties annually. Every single you. year. And I don't know how long it started, but all I know is when I got <laughs> thrown into the fire at Kiss. Yeah. It was like, oh, did you get invited to Manny's party? <laughs> no, did you get invited to Manny's party? 
No, I'm like, it's, what, so, what it's, I so, do? it's so funny that people say that. People yeah, have even said that, like, oh, I didn't get an invite for I said, dude, everybody's invited. You don't need an official invite. Yeah. The official invite is you're invited regardless. <laughs> like That's how it works. <laughs> to see, that's how it works. People want to feel important. They're like, oh yeah, I got invited. Yeah, oh, party. Yeah. Yes, but did you yes, I got VIP. <laughs> like there's no VIP. <laughs> I'm going to be up on the balcony. Yeah. <laughs> Those were fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was good. Um, I, I I did it because my birthday is in October. Okay. Not that it's close to Halloween or anything, but it's just really a costume party. Yeah. And because October is Halloween, I just threw a costume party. And yeah. um, I think I did it. I started it. We started my Actually, my wife started it. Your wife started it. Yeah. Uh, she started it to just with family. It's very small. Okay. Okay. Um, so it was like a family of what? 40 people? No, 100. Uh, okay. Oh, 100. It, was big, it was a big oh. family party. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, because the street team came. So. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. So, yeah. So you got a little work support with the family. Yeah. That's, so it was, That sounds like a good party. Yeah. So it was small, really. And I had just turned 30 at the time. Yeah. Um, oh, so it was your big 3-0. Yeah, yeah, big 3-0. And, and then next thing you know, I was just like, uh, the next year, she was like, what do you want to do for your birthday? I said, let's just throw another party, like what, costume party. What, what venue did you guys use? Uh, the fire, the 94th Aero Squadron fire. Uh, is like a, I don't know. It's like an old bunker in never, Van Nuys. I know where that's at. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, but it's old. It's like yeah. so old. Yeah, it looks like, like, it looks like it literally got bombed. Yeah, like Cheers. Like, you know, that TV show Cheers, oh, yes. it looks like dad attire inside. Like, How cool so we, that? we threw it there and it was outside. Um, it was cool. And there's a lot more older people inside, like wondering why, why we're all dressed up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how it started then. <laughs> yeah. and, and the funny thing is, so there's this guy named Daniel and he was dressed as the, have you ever seen that movie, The Ring? Yeah. Where like there's this little boy in the closet and he's like black eyes and like all white. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he he did he dressed up just like that guy. He was all painted white and he had black eyes around his eyes and uh, they threw him in, they threw him in the trunk because he didn't have any room in the car <laughs> and he crawled out. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> like oh, man. You, you had some really cool costumes too though. Oh uh, yeah, really cool costumes. Thank you. Once I I remember was it a was it Beetlejuice. You were once? Beetlejuice, yeah. That's well, you my were, favorite. Um, it <laughs> <laughs> because it's so easy. What else were you? Uh, the Count. You were the Count, okay? Yeah, the Count. One uh, Count. Ah, yeah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah the, the Count from uh, Sesame Street. <laughs> uh, a gold member one year. Michael Jackson one year. Okay. Oh, man. And, you would go all out. But well, see, my wife gets mad because, you know, I have to put prosthetics on my face. So she's like, hurry up. Like, we're at the house. And like she, who, would do the, who would do that for you? The makeup and me, all that? You would do yourself? Yeah, yeah. But, but I learned through years, okay. you know, um, because I got tired of hiring somebody to put it on my yeah. face or whatever. Then I started going on YouTube and figuring it all out. Your parties were so legit that you would have actual, uh, uh, you, you would get endorsements from companies. Yeah. You would have yeah, like sponsorships. Step and uh, you'd have sponsorships. Yeah. You'd yeah. have a step and repeat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where everybody, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it was. Isn't that crazy? This wasn't a regular Halloween no. party. We, <laughs> you know, we teamed up with the uh, Make a Wish Foundation, That's awesome. which was great. That's awesome. Uh, we also teamed up with uh, Donate Life, which was a great organization as well, who's all, always involved with the the uh, Rose Parade. That that's that's fulfilling to me, where I get to also give back. Yeah, you know, it's cool to have everybody, and also hopefully everybody else gives back as well. It really looked like you knew what you guys were doing when you guys were throwing the parties, for sure. I mean, uh, it, 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 it took a while. 
Yeah, they they looked very well put together. It took a while. Um, I teamed up with Level Entertainment, who uh, became really good friends of mine, um, who also manage a guy by the name of Party Favor. Yes, yes, yes. Tiesto, that whole, you know, he's a big time DJ now. Does all the EDC uh, mm-hmm. carnivals or whatever. So um, Party Favor was actually there a couple times in the beginning of his career he, where he wasn't Party Favor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, cool. You, you know, it was, it's funny, like, man, sorry, um, Party Favor. But <laughs> <laughs> but one time he, he, wanted to, he wanted to DJ my party, and this was before he became, like, party favor like yeah. the guy next to steve aoki yeah you know um and i was like who's party favor like i don't even know who party favor is um and then they're like oh he's my boyfriend he's gonna be on the come up da, da, da. And, but i had already committed to other djs so i didn't i didn't know if there was enough time to have him in the rotation because there was already f- djs who have already been trying to do it for free for me for the past couple years you know so is this him yeah, yeah, that one. That's him. Did you play this at your uh, Halloween party? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this guy is big, though. Yeah, he's huge. Ah, Manny. I know, I messed up. I messed up, man. I'm sorry. But you, you know what? You had everybody there and... Yeah. I love Party Favor though. He's he's such a cool dude. They're they're all great people. And do you, I, you, do you still keep in touch with these guys? Yeah. Still keeping them. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So I can't be the only one asking about these Halloween parties if they're ever going to come back. Are they going to come back? That's you know that's hopefully in the works when when everything opens up. You know. I I think people would love I think that so. many. I think so. Yeah, you, you would make a lot of people, you know, because the last two happy. years were, you know, we stopped it and we we're just like, man, it's kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> October's kind of boring now. But you know? but there but there's also the fact that when you throw parties like this, your network, it I feel like you're just you're still building upon the network and you're still keeping in contact with all these contacts you have. And it's, yeah, it's it's cool. It's re- it was it's really cool when you know some of your um, friends who who are well known or. Or became celebrities also stopped by. Yeah. You know, like the Raven Simone, Francia Raisa, and even JC Chazé came by, you know. So a, a lot of people just want to come and hang. They don't want to be bothered. So, you know, they come and have a good time with their friends and they bring their friends. So we, we try to make it a safe environment. And, you know, it seems like everybody's had a good time. We had it one time at this place called Jane's House in um, Hollywood. Oh, man, that was. That was crazy. <laughs> what was I there? You remember? Uh, no. Oh god, I don't remember. What, what made it crazy? Anyhow, uh, well, for one, Millie Vanilli. Oh yeah, I was Millie. <laughs> I was Millie Vanilli. That's hilarious. <laughs> I was Millie Vanilli. And do you have these pictures still? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think that was my one of my favorite costumes that was though. A last it was a last minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I literally had dreads and eyeglass sunglasses and a suit. You know. Um, and singing Blame It on the Rain the whole night. <laughs> but, but but with that said, Jane's house was one of the craziest because we had people peeing off the roof. Wow. Dude, like, wow. really? It's like a 100-year-old school. Oh, yeah. In the middle of uh, Sunset Boulevard, or Hollywood, Hollywood yeah. Boulevard. And you can't see it from the street. You have to walk back. And it's this, like, old, like, decrepit house. And 
Really? Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. And they were peeing off the off the, <laughs> yeah. off the rooftop. Yeah. Somehow. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, yeah. Somehow they escaped and went through the window <laughs> and peed off the balcony. Wow. It was crazy. Uh, which one did you go to? Uh, I went to a couple Beso. of them. Beso? Uh, I went to Beso. Yeah, I saw you yeah, and my, yeah, producer and, uh, Ruben there. Ba- I was uh, Batman, and I, I and there's one time you had it at Busby's as well. Yeah, yeah. Busby's, one of our favorite places as yeah, well. Yeah, I had a great time. And I remember yeah. wearing that Batman costume. It was one time it belonged to Seacrest. Did it? I think he wore it once. Huh. And then he, JoJo used it as a prop and they didn't want it anymore, so I took it. And it, came <laughs> it was such a heavy-duty costume that I could not socialize in that thing at all. Sure. I would just Stiff. sweat. Yeah. And I was I was drenched in sweat, and I couldn't even hold a drink. So I finally oh took the mask gosh. off, and I took my, my gloves <laughs> off, and I'm like, you know what? You know, forget this. I want to have a good time. So, yeah. you know. But, man, it was awesome. Yeah, it was a great yeah. time. I think everybody has um, many many party stories you know yeah that whoever went they always have a story there i mean there are people who don't even remember what happened i know that's true <laughs> that is true manny so so the pandemic's happened since march yeah how has all of this affected you and what have you been doing uh you know there are no jobs yeah. <laughs> but somehow you, somehow you're still very busy yeah. um there are, there are no jobs that that are available everybody's getting laid off left and right mm-hmm. blaming it on the pandemic which is sad and I, you know i feel bad for for everybody who's being laid off you know because they they all worked so hard for so many years and, and they were loyal to the company and and now they're also restarting back up, and maybe by January they're rehiring for at less amount, you know, right. less salary. Yeah. So, you know, where I work now, you see the trend, the digital trends of no commercials. It's yeah. just music and and interviews. Yeah, it's like podcasts, I guess. Right. Um, but with music, do you listen to a lot of podcasts? Um, I have not, but I do listen to a couple. Um, when I feel like I, I'm in a podcast mood, I have okay. to be in a podcast okay. mood, I guess. You know, I don't, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, you know, which is weird. Yeah. I'm doing one now. Cause, you're, but you're doing a couple. A, a lot, <laughs> a lot of them are very dry. A lot of them that are very successful yeah. sound like they're doing it in somebody's closet with a handheld microphone they got at. You well, know, they get, they got echoes and they got echo everywhere. And it's it like, is, oh, it's so horrible. But some of these are, are great. Like I, I know like my, my friend Michelle who does the show with me. She's a huge fan of um, Crime Junkie, okay. and those are super successful. You know, uh, the, yeah. the, the murder mysteries yeah, and, the murder mysteries. you know, the paranormal, yeah. they do great, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, uh, but when you talk about, like, you know, your life or your industry, yeah. you know, it's like, how, how interesting can you be for two hours, you know? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I've listened to, like, an Anna Ferris, uh, Uninterrupted, I believe, is her um, uh, her podcast. I don't remember. I just look up Anna Ferris and boom. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but hers is pretty funny. You know, she's she's off the cuff and and she tells she talks like a real person. Um, I've also listened to I listen to a lot of basketball, even though I can't play. <laughs> I feel like I'm one of the players. Um, and then, you know, honestly, I, I listen to a lot of um, praise and worship. So that's awesome. Do you still get hit up from people? In L.A. or in Southern California, they ask where you're at, what happened to you? No. Isn't that crazy? You don't? No. Really? No. I would imagine that still happens. No. What sucks is, you know, nobody really cared about, not about your feelings, but about your your well-being. But it's also the flip side is it's weird because a lot of people don't know what to say. Sure. 
to you, yeah. you know, and, yeah. you know, do you want to be the 45th person to say, I'm sorry? Is there, you know, right. if, if I can do anything, you know? But, but here's, here's my thing, right? When I got let go from a, from a, a, a show that I've been, you know, on for 15 years and people that I've worked with for 15 years and the only person that ever reached out to you was Seacrest. What does that tell you about the other people? Even if it's a, I'm sorry, dude. Like, if there's anything, even if you lied to me and said, dude, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, if there's anything, reach out. I've got two jobs now. Yeah. And one of them being Amazon. And it's just one of those things where, like, you clock in, you have small talk, then you leave. Yeah. They don't really, I mean, they don't really care about your life. Yeah. They're just like, oh, you're here for work? All right. Hey, do this, do that later. It's rare that you ever get real people who are real friends, yeah. people that you're going to know for a long mm-hmm. time, you know, and that, that comes rare. Yeah. You and, know? and and the pe- only people that really helped me get over, you know, being laid off were me reaching out to people outside of the station, you know, who have other jobs within the industry that I want to work in. Um, and they were very helpful after they found out like, oh, wow, you left, like you're gone, like. All right, let's let's see if we can bring you in here because we know what you brought over there. Yeah, you know, and and that's key. Yeah, you know, you almost have to find those gems. Yeah. you know, because if you don't start reaching out to those people, then you'll never know what what's available. Right, right. When we met up in Las Vegas and I saw you, mm-hmm. it truly was an inspiration because Manny, you never stopped. You never got. I mean, I mean, I'm sure you got emotional, but you never showed. You you never yeah. let it stop you in your tracks. You kept pushing forward, hardcore. You're 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 a hustler. You you were grinding twenty four seven, and I saw that. And I'm like, Manny, you well, think, your, your you, work man. ethic is incredible. And I'm not saying that because you're just here and you happen to you know drive forty seven miles east on the two ten freeway. <laughs> but your work ethic is incredible. I saw it in, because you were there morning, day, and night. You still were the same character. You were still the same person. And I that try. shows a lot of character. I, thank you, man. I, I try. You know, I try to keep a level head and I try to keep focus on what the bigger picture is, which is, you know, always provide for my family first um, and then go and get your passion, you know. Um, and my passion is a lot of things. There's a lot of things I want to do for my passion. I, I want to travel with my family. I want to, you know, be an actor still and I still want to do other things. I want to do music. There are so many other things. Who says that you got to stop at one? Yeah. You know, so I try to get it all. So do you want to get back into radio again and doing the... I don't know, man. Like, it's cool and I and I know it from the back of my hand. Like, you know, my eyes closed. Like, I know it yeah. and I know radio and I know what I can bring to radio. Right. And I know the ins and outs, and I mean, I know everything from freaking working in the traffic department to you know, answering phones, you yeah. know, even to board hopping. Like, you know, it's, it's just one of the you know, like. I, I think if if something came along the way, yeah, sure, why not? Because I know what I could do, yeah. and I know what I can escalate that from. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, w- would I keep on searching for it here and there? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily hardcore. I'm looking for something else. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> she wants me to stay in radio. <laughs> she actually wants me to be in sales. I'm like, oh, man, don't do it. Well, that's where, that's where the money's at, right? Yes and no, but it, I'll be miserable. So, Manny, what if, if, if there's somebody listening right now 
coming out of high school and they want to, you know, they want to get into the business, entertainment, radio mm -hmm. or film or television. What would you tell that person? I tell, I say this all the time. I get this, asked this question, you know, I say, don't do it unless you're ready to be rejected over and over and over again, or be disappointed over and over again. Um, you got to have thick skin in the industry. You know, um, it's just one of those things. If you're ready for all of that and you're ready to work hard from the bottom and not expect to be this famous person, just work hard, work hard. You'll, you'll eventually land where you need to get to. Speaking of, cause I, I've, I've known many, I've seen many behind the scenes, you know, when the mic is off and when the cameras are off and everything and. Uh, tr truly, your character is uh, is incredible. Your why work is, ethic is, is great. That? My character. wife's like laughing right now. <laughs> 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 She's like, "What, Freddie? Oh, should you guys get a room?" <laughs> but it's uh, thank you though. Like I thank said, you, when, when when things go bad, you would want a guy like Manny on your side. It, it's the action that that those people take that actually matter, and it's the I action that you that, take. Man. You're all action. Thank you. Very little talk and all action. I think everybody needs um, somebody to, to to lean on in terms of um, moving forward, you know, because because what you don't want to do is just get stuck mm -hmm. and, and just stay and, and not figure out what the next move is. What what do you want to do besides radio? What, what what projects are you looking forward to or we're actually working on now or plan to after the pandemic? Uh, hopefully get a good acting gig. Um, been working hard at, at getting a couple things. Um, been had had some cool, really cool auditions that hopefully land something. Um, and and music, you know, I'm still a songwriter producer, so I write in songs and. What you are? Yeah, you're a songwriter. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, I've written with uh, Frankie J and Raven what? Simone, and you know. Hopefully, hopefully, get a get a song placed on one of no these major kidding. artists or whatever. Frankie J. Yeah, uh, it, it got a little radio play. <laughs> That's it. Good old Frankie. He yeah. used to help me though. Yeah, we we used to do a lot of things with uh, Frankie J. Back in a uh, GGI. Yeah, yeah GGI. Yeah, yeah. It was real good. Manny, if there's if there's an opportunity in there, I think there is for us to do something and collaborate on something in the future. Or we should do something. We yeah, should really whatever. do something. Whatever, man. Because this is a lot of fun. I'm a, I'm a phone call away, 47 miles. <laughs> <laughs> well, during this time, there's no traffic. So, yeah. And then on the way back, you should be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. going opposite. Yeah. All right, well, I guess... Uh, I appreciate you having me on, bro. Manny, it's, it's, it's been a real pleasure, and I thank you so much for coming. Uh, Did I answer all your questions? We probably have more. We all have more, but yeah, man, we, we could be here more. for hours. But uh, I know you got to go and... Um, I think I left the air conditioner on too high. <laughs> it's freezing in here. It's all good. Uh, I feel good. It's perfect for me. Manny, uh, throw out your socials. Let everybody know where they can still keep in contact with you. Yeah, it's just it's it's. I kept it pretty easy. I didn't I didn't change into my my original original name. Um, it's just Manny Streets. M A N N Y S T R E E T Z. Uh, that's the way to find me. At Manny Streets. Yep. So this is the guy who came from Jacksonville, Florida, flew out to L.A. for the big dream, uh, landed a gig at KISS FM, worked with the street team, worked with Rick Dees, worked with Ryan Seacrest, and you even got a gig in Las Vegas. I mean, you were yeah. you were everywhere. Now yeah, you're, yeah. you're back in L.A. Back in L.A. And, I mean, a lot has happened in between, and I don't want to, you know, just sum it up yeah. that quickly, but... It's um, all good. 
But uh, well, let's do this again, though. Yeah. Because I know there's going to be it, a man. lot of updates there'll, soon. There'll be part two, and maybe we'll have your whole crew, uh, producer Ruben and, and Michelle. Michelle. Ru- Ruben wanted to see you so I know. bad, but he had an appointment. He couldn't move it. So. Ruben and I go way back yeah. to D's time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's a funny guy. He was one of those guys where we just laughed. <laughs> at, the, at the station. You know what's funny about producer Ruben is that <laughs> he's when, always quiet, but then when you see him <clears throat> at the club, he's well, got like two honeys next no, to him. No, <laughs> I'll tell you, we, we call him the Asian sniper. Because, yeah, that's right. Producer Ruben, we love you. Uh, uh, oh, well, th- thank you for coming along with Manny, oh, too. I appreciate course. it. And uh, Manny, uh, love you, man. And thank yeah, you for too, all the brother. support. I appreciate it. And please, let's do this again. Yeah, let's do real. it, man. Well, there it is. First time on Radio Flyer, Manny on the streets. You can find him on Instagram and pretty much all social media at Manny Streets with a Z. My name is Freddie Rivera on behalf of the team here on Radio Flyer. Shout out to producer Ruben. Shout out to Michelle Zuno and myself. We thank you for listening. You can find Radio Flyer, the podcast on all platforms that play podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. To get a full recap, FreddieRivera.net. And catch you next week.